Hello and welcome to Saskatchewan Matters from Martin Charlton Communications. This is episode 25 of the most influential weekly podcast to come out of the Saskatchewan business community. On each episode, Paul Martin, business commentator and the chair of Martin Charlton Communications, brings us the stories behind the headlines and explains why each story matters to you. On today's episode, at times there's there's no getting away from sporting analogies. So where do you stand on the field of play? Paul, are we up front or are we up at the back? Yeah, it's a good question. And of course, you know, here becomes the dichotomy straight off the top. You said field of play. I saw ice arena. So, uh, you know, I mean, we each were raised with a different sport that was uh, central to our worlds, I guess. But the analogies are the same and that it really is. It's a business analogy. And I just want to talk a little bit about uh, the role of players on on the playing field, as you put it, and whether you as a as an individual consider yourself to be a goaltender or you see yourself to be a goal scorer. Now, most of us, I think, in the uh, uh, probably imagine ourselves scoring the big goal, you know, or whatever it is, getting that last uh, a minute left on the clock or just seconds left on the clock and breaking the tie and winning the championship, being hoisted on the shoulders and hauled off the arena to the to you know to the cheers of the crowd but it's it's never quite that romantic or exciting but even in the world of business i mean we have teams uh, when we talk about uh, our co-workers as teammates and it is a very common reference that we use but not all players are created equally and not all positions are created equally and i think that's the point here and it's sometimes insightful for uh people who might be more on the employee side of the organization to be uh, given this context to understand if I want to accelerate my career and to climb the corporate ladder, here are some tips that you can keep in mind uh, about looking at how you are playing the game and it might help you move uh, your advance your career and move up the ladder. So really the one that I, uh, I think is the most striking in all of this, and uh, it's an analogy I use a lot when I'm talking with business people, is the notion of the goal scorer. So if you think about hockey, uh, you know, um, football in a European context would be the same, is you are assigned a piece of ground and or a piece of ice, and you just manage the hell out of it, right? You guard it. But here's the deal. By definition, at least half the time, uh, you're idle uh, while the play is at the other end of the arena. And so you are standing around, standing around. But when it comes to you and it's your turn to stand up and perform, ultimately you do little more than react. It's whatever the other team delivers, you respond. So you think of that goaltender who's got the flex knees, rolling the shoulders back and forth and saying, bring it on, bring it on, I can handle this, you know, Give me your worst, I'll, I'll block it. And that's important. Every team needs that. You, need, you cannot win a championship without a, a goaltender. But on the flip side, even a perfect performance by a goaltender, at best case scenario, is a tie. You cannot win. You need goal scorers to do the winning. So keep in mind where your role is. Are you in the organization the one who's reacting? Or are you the one who's way out front and 
taking shots, taking chances, by definition, not scoring on everyone, right? So you've got failure and you, you have to be able to deal with that. In fact, you probably score one out of eight or nine times. So you've got way more failure in your world than you have success. But the only way to actually put goals on the board is to take chances, to take risk. And we hear about that in business a lot. And employees don't necessarily comprehend what that means. It doesn't mean that trite old word about, oh, you need to invest money to make money, which means really give me more money. I mean, it's it's a non-starting line. It really is about who on the team is reacting and who is proactive, who's out causing stuff to happen versus who's laying back, managing the hell out of their zone, but waiting for the competition to bring it to you effectively. So it, it is a, it's a subtle nuance until you explain it and you begin to realize, ooh, it is a mindset. It's about am I, you know, effectively coming backwards or am I going forwards? And by definition, if you're going to be the one who goes forward and, and remember in, you know, hockey, for example, we probably give away 20 awards for goal scorers and one for a goaltender. So obviously this is way more important in the minds of some people because, you know, goal scoring is important, but it's not that exciting in terms of winning the game. And so if you want to win the game, and you want to be the one who's got the spotlight on you, which means I'm advancing my career. I'm the one who's on the fast track. I'm on the ladder. I'm climbing up. And you have to be the one who's taking initiative, which means don't wait for the boss to say, go do this, go do that. And you react to it. It's thinking ahead. And what would the boss assign to me if I was the boss? And then go do that in advance. So it's it's a subtle but powerful uh, difference between those roles. And you know, some people ask me, well, what's the role of the defenseman in hockey, uh, sort of halfway between goal scorer and halfway between goaltender? And, and I think that's that sort of, you know, middle management or whatever. Those are the ones that uh, – and, and don't get me wrong. I'm not putting these positions down. Every team needs all of these. So every team needs goaltenders, which means you need people who are just doing the work every day. But remember, if I'm in that role as a goaltender – I should not be disappointed if I'm overlooked for promotion and this kind of stuff because effectively I've cast myself in a, in a role or in a position, I've qualified myself for a position that doesn't include that. And uh, often in a corporate environment, this often is sales, uh, is the goal scorer type. You know, they're out making the pitch every day, making the calls, making the calls, making the calls, getting a lot of rejection. And, you know, we like to put sales down and all that, but who was it who said nothing happens till somebody makes a sale? It's kind of important in an organization. And so this is why you get, um, uh, you know, different parts of an organization as different parts of, as, as different characteristics and the players look different and they act different. And if you want to play in a different position, then you have to actually train, develop, get your mindset into it. So it's, it's less physical than it is mental, I think, probably, even in a, in a sporting environment. Let's face it, if you get to the highest level of performance in sports, you're probably a pretty good athlete. You likely could you know, play more than one. I mean, you've got athletic prowess. You've got skill sets. But be careful which position you choose uh, because it all of them come with limitations. And the flip side is the goal scorer, the one who's out there taking all the chances and all that, probably has less job security. The goaltender may have more job security, the one who's managing this piece of space and guarding it. Uh, so uh, just 
keep in mind, what is it I want out of a career or my job? And and if I position myself, then I should probably find more satisfaction in it when I get, you know, achievement. And achievement looks different. And it I need to understand kind of in my my own mind, first of all, what role have I selected here? And don't forget, it's not being pigeonholed by management. It's you apply for a job, right? You you kind of self-select in this thing. So that's just where I'm coming from. There is a difference between a goaltender and a goal scorer, and it will make a difference about, you know, your career, your advancement, potential, I suppose, for compensation, but also for your own well-being, mental well-being, is that understanding where you are in the order uh, is very comforting. And, you know, you can stop fretting over the stuff that you've maybe, you know, involuntarily selected, but you selected yourself into a role that may have some parameters around it that you hadn't anticipated. In some teams, you have incredibly effective coaches and managers and they they bring the whole team along as a cohesive unit yet different elements of the team need different support in different ways and that's something that needs to be identified by leadership and acknowledged by the individual team members that different people have different needs that's for the cohesion from the point of view of look in, in history, I know that there was an organization that I worked for, you know, 20 plus years ago, and it was really not defined as to um, who the goal scorers were. And I'll give you an example of that. Every time it came to the Christmas party at that organization, was it the people who went out and sold the products or the people who innovated the product in the first place and there was this battle so just coming into this in supporting the people and supporting the needs how important is it to have strong leadership that identifies and and manages the needs of the individuals it's a good question and really i i sort of liken the uh, uh the coach or the game plan if you can put it that way uh to the corporate strategy so when i pick a team uh if i'm going to be a goaltender goal scorer I, it doesn't really matter i pick a team that i want to play for i mean i apply for jobs at certain organizations and i don't apply for jobs at others because i'm picking a team so i want one that's innovative and i am quite reticent to innovate i'm probably not going to do well in there uh, no matter what role I take on, but the so it you know you you look around and you say who's got the good strategy, which has the good coaches, eh, what what which team is the best uniforms? I don't know. I mean, pick something that resonates with you, and then that's the one you chase. And every team will have something different. That's the whole point of competition, that not all organizations look and sound alike. I mean, they are in the same industry. There are many fast food outlets and different players, but they all offer up something different, whether it's, you know, appearance or it's just the way, uh, you know, they prepare things. Uh, the menus are different. Uh, the environment is different. They all try and segregate or separate themselves, differentiate themselves from the competition. So you as an individual... And, and, you know, you think about it, this this really is an assignment given to young people, which is probably unfair. You graduate from school, you know, you're somewhere between 18 and 23 years old, somewhere in there, and zero experience in all of this because you've sat in a classroom and been a sponge absorbing information being dumped upon you by instructors. Now they say, okay, we're turning the key on that, lock that knowledge that you've collected in, 
go out into the world and now you have to apply it. So you go from learning to applying. It's a huge shift and say, by the way, here's about a billion different organizations you can apply for. Uh, go out and pick the one you think's the winner. I mean, how do you know? I mean, no wonder young people are changing jobs all the time because it's, it's like if you get it right, you just, it's kind of like winning the lottery. I mean, the odds are not very good that you're going to pick the right one the first time. But if you go into it and you understand, where do I want to play in this organization? Do I want to be more defensive or do I want to be more offensive? And the benefits and shortcomings that come with each of those, I think it's going to help you advance your career more rapidly. And you'll probably uh, find more pleasure and more reward and satisfaction in your work on a daily basis. And you understand that I'm on a track to somewhere as opposed to, you know, the term we use so much, in a grind, right? Going to work every day is a grind. Well, it doesn't have to be, but part of it is because we've made a wrong selection along the way where we've said, I'm going to, you know, pick a job because, you know, grandma told me, go get a job and work for a crown corporation and you'll, you know, get your gold watch after 40 years and have a pension and be safe. I mean, what's grandma telling you? She's telling you be secure. That's what grandma wants you to be. She doesn't want you to have trouble, but it's also a very limiting kind of a career uh, selection. It can be rewarding if that's what you're after, but if it's not what you're after and you listen to grandma against what your heart's telling you as I should be innovating and trying things differently and taking risks and shooting the puck, you'll probably be an unhappy camper through all of that. And my guess is somewhere along the way, you'll just say, I'm done here. I've got to go find something else. Paul, thank you so much for this. It's always interesting. There, there are no limits to the areas of crossover between militaria and strategy when it comes to business. And also, there's no real limit to the crossover between sports and business because you know it's all goal orientated and aiming at outcomes and working together collaborating understanding and getting towards that greater goal i shall walk away from this episode with my golf bat and my tennis bats uh, in hand paul thank you so very much well the well, first thing we'll do is we'll tell you it's a tennis racket oh okay and it's a golf club but well, um, I would say the, the greater choice is whether you want a paddle as a hockey stick or do you want something with a curved blade. <laughs> Paul, thank you so much. And thank you for taking the time to listen to Saskatchewan Matters from Martin Charlton Communications. Do share the insights that power Saskatchewan with your colleagues and friends. Saskatchewan Matters is proud to be a part of the Saskatchewan Podcast Network.